Oh, look, you found the podcast. Congratulations to you. Thanks for jumping over here to listen to this week's interview with Obson DF. Obson is a serious competitor on the Mountains of Steep and is also one of the creators of one of the biggest communities in the game. You may have heard of it. It's called Check My Steez. We're going to get the lowdown on how Check My Steez came to be and a whole lot more in our interview with Obson DF from episode 14 of Steepcast. Um, okay, we'll start from the top then. So what do you remember when like finding out about steep when did you hear about it and what like what were your initial impressions of when you found out about the game i heard about steep i think it was e3 i don't remember which e3 it might have been 2016 that um, sounds that sounds right i know mitch and i were watching i remember we were both watching e3 that year and we're messaging each other jumping out of our our shoes because we saw steep and we were so excited yeah i think uh, i speak for most people when uh you see steep for the first time and you immediately think oh my i've missed a snowboarding game or i've missed a skiing game it's been so long and many people probably were fans of ssx or amped i know i was <laughs> so i saw steep and i was like oh this is my shit I yeah. really need to get on this game. I need to follow this game right now. Uh, so a few months passed. There was a beta for Steep. I played it. I really liked it. But then on release, I actually didn't buy it right from the start. Really? Yeah. Why, was there any huge reason why? Or were you just there was lazy? There was. Because my girlfriend, who's from Mexico... Mm -hmm. She was moving in with me here in the Netherlands right around that time. So I was very busy showing her the country, getting her settled here. So it took a few months before I was able to play Steep. But then Xbox had a free-to-play weekend for Steep. I don't know if it was on PlayStation 2, but uh, Xbox had this free weekend. So that's when I jumped in. I think that was March 2017. Okay. That's awesome. So you really, geez, you really turned around. I mean, people might know your name from the Road to the Olympics tournament um, that we talked about with Bone Crusher and have talked about in a ton of videos before this, but you really turned it around in just about a year to make it to that tournament? Yeah. A funny story, actually. The first weekend I played Steep, which was the free-to-play weekend, mm -hmm. I set my first racing record on <laughs> Wasabi. Oh my God. <laughs> and then you just knew. I knew. Like, I thought, well, if I can do one, I can do another one. And then it totally went nuts. And I tried to go for every racing record by summer 2017. <laughs> Do you know do how you many? Know how ma I was just gonna ask. <laughs> do you know Actually, how many records you ended up getting? Uh, yeah, I don't remember the exact number, but I do remember I had the racing record on every race except three. Uh, one of them was a record by Iseba that was unbeatable, at least to me. 
and the other two races i don't really remember why i didn't get them i think they were either very very hard to beat or i didn't like the race because that's the thing if i don't like a race i don't really feel like going for the record that makes sense. Uh, good thing is that i like most races so <laughs> yeah it was do you have a list of races that you absolutely will not touch uh phew that's a good one i don't really have a race that i won't touch there is the the Vayek village one you know that really short race where you don't really have any maneuverability or skills to apply it's just this little race through the village with a very set path i did have the record on that but at some point the records got reset and then someone else took the the new records and it was very very unbeatable right and i thought to myself i'm not gonna do this again this race is really not fun for me anymore <laughs> yeah there there comes a certain point where you just have to kind of put the controller down and realize that not every race is going to be yours yeah exactly so you've gone through and you've done a ton of challenges you've beaten a lot of high score records have how many hours have you played do you have that logged away somewhere i don't know if xbox does that xbox does not log the hours uh, usually for games that i play i do log the hours but because i was playing so much back in 2017 so many hours i lost track that's and you know the stats on Ubisoft on Steep, they lost track after 292 hours. <laughs> I was going to say... Know, there's this glitch where yeah. it just stops tracking the time. Um, if I have to guess, I think 1,500 is close. I was going to say I heard the Ubisoft tracker is about half of what it should be, but in your case, that's not even close but wow. no <laughs> not even close oh, that's some dedication um, yeah i i really dedicated the especially summer 2017 to getting records as much as possible because i remember in the summer the ubisoft developers did this live stream where they were showcasing the best players mm. and i was there and it oh, made wow. me so happy. And it was such a small thing because it was this developer saying, oh, on Xbox, we have this player, Obzen, having this many records. Good job. And that was it. But for me, that meant a lot. And that even pushed me further. And I think that's what really got me to take part in the Olympics in Poland. Yeah. Like this push to keep going. Well, that's awesome. So do you do any other competitive esport type games like have you gone to other tournaments for other games i have actually back in the day and we're talking 26 no 2006 2007 wow i was in a clan in gears of war <laughs> oh geez and it was just a, a national tournament but mm. We got third place and we won thousand euros. Wow! So two hundred fifty a man because it was four man team. I mean that was pretty significant back then. 
was yeah, was, they that's didn't 2006? Start. Yeah. Oh, my well, God. I think the tournament was 2007. Okay. I mean, still, still. that's that's 10 years before esports were even on my radar. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The the Gears of War clan culture in the Netherlands was so huge. Okay. And I remember the there was the World Cyber Games. I don't know if you guys remember I, that. No, I haven't heard of that. That's way back in the day and they had a Dutch team, the the best team in the Netherlands. They got second place in the world. Uh, the USA team beat them in the finals but we were proud man like we all were friends and we saw them getting second place mm -hmm. from the world tournament that was cool yeah and that that kind of feels like how the road to the olympics tournament was as well didn't seem like anyone was too upset when the winners were crowned like it was all just a bunch of friends getting together and doing something silly for a couple of days Exactly, exactly. And one of my fondest memories of the Olympics trip is seeing Bonecrusher beat me on stage in the mm. downhill race <laughs> by 0 0.4 seconds. Ugh. I just saw him and he was like screaming out and jumping <laughs> out of his seat. And I remember looking to my left and just being in awe of him and being so happy for him, even though he beat me. Yeah. Were you in second place in that competition? Yeah, I was. That's we uh, were arguing beforehand. We couldn't remember if downhill was your discipline or slope style was going into the competition. But... It was downhill, yeah. I grinded that for so long. Yeah, like and... in the Olympics beta. Mm -hmm. It was the Do you guys remember that? The if you've placed first or right. if you had a specific time, you would get a ticket to the Olympics. It was like the top on each system got an automatic invite, I think, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it was Bonecrusher and me on Xbox, and we went we went crazy with each other. One day <laughs> it was him, next day it was me, the next day it was him again. <laughs> well, he won in the end. Yeah. So yeah. he won in the beta, and he won live on stage for me. <laughs> it was close though i mean that i mean that whole his Sorry. whole final run was back and forth like at each checkpoint so it was just kind of crazy to watch that go down yeah that the fact that you only had one try on stage yep yep and had two Iseba and, and snicks both wiped out <laughs> and yeah. that just disqualified them immediately from winning and cinematic, he crashed in his slope style run. <laughs> oh yeah, that was very sad to see. Yeah, he was he was the only big I think the big chance of taking down Snicks, and I think he went after him, but <laughs> you could just yeah, tell the way it was steep and the the way he popped off that rail. You could just tell he wasn't going to land. <laughs> Did yeah. that weird thing where you just you're not going to get a full rotation, and we're just like, oh no. <laughs> so on top of all of the video game things that you do and compete in do you play any sports in real life or even just watch anything on tv like what's your favorite to do i have my own nidecker snowboard okay. i like to go out boarding 
in the Netherlands, there are no mountains, so it's very hard to actually go snowboarding here. Yeah, I was going to say, how does that work? Yeah, in the south of the country, there's this indoors snow park that's really cool. Uh, but other than that, there's not much. So we have to either go to the Alps, to France or Austria. What a shame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that must so really it, suck. Like in the in February here, half of the country goes to winter sports. Oh my gosh. That's wow. what we call it. Like the vacation is called winter sports and they just go to to Austria italy germany or france to go skiing snowboarding that's what people do here in february wow you that's what i tried to do you are do just it every year, rubbing but... it in <laughs> yeah i think you guys get more vacation time typically from work i know france is big on like vacation culture and almost everyone takes it around the same time yeah here too maybe it's a western european thing yeah, it might be. Not, also, not, Germany. Not here. It. Yeah, not here. Oh, no. This is this is my first year of, like, actually being employed and not in school. And it's like, oh, so summer is just more work, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, don't, you never stop. So oh. We also got zero snow in PA and Maryland this year. So it was like we missed winter sports completely. I know that feeling. We didn't have snow here this winter at all. Yeah, it was real Sucks. mild, and our hills just aren't that good either. So I want to make it back out to the Rockies or some point to the Alps to go skiing. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, you just said that you oftentimes go skiing in the Alps as difficult and boring as the Alps are. You know, that's just where you have to go to ski uh, or snowboard, sorry. Um, do you have a favorite spot in the game, and is that reminiscent of somewhere, like a location that you actually know and actually ski? My favorite location in Steep would definitely be the Zao region in Japan. I don't know if I pronounced it correctly. It's Z-A-O. Sounds right. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's just this... Uh, very deep powder snow, not much trees, not much pillow fields, not much to do, actually. But you... for some reason, whenever I go there and steep, it's a sunset ambient with some nice original Japanese music. And I just mm -hmm. cruise down and I love it. You are and a man... The... You're a man after my own taste. Uh, Japan is also my favorite. Oh, nice. You can't beat it. The powder, the colors, all of the reds and stuff that you get on that mountain. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's gorgeous to yeah. just go and lose a couple of hours on those mountains. That sunset ambience is something else on Japan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so relaxing, especially with the Japanese music there. Mm -hmm. Like, it starts... If you go to the Zhao region in in steep and you go to the drop zone that's called Zhao, mm -hmm. this music starts playing and it doesn't play when you just drop in randomly there you you have to start at the Zhao drop zone and then the music kicks in and it's just so magical 
I love it. I love it. And of course, it doesn't compare to anything you can do here in the Alps or anywhere else, I guess, in Germany or Italy. It's really that Japanese country, backcountry, ambient. I would love to do that one day. I know. Isn't someone that plays steep actually goes out to Japan every year for a trip too. I've just heard it's crazy over there with the powder. They get sometimes two feet of snow overnight and then you just dive right in. Oh, what incredible. It's, I'm pretty sure it's villain. Yeah, I think it is villain. Is it villain? I think so. I think or, it's, was yeah. it, or was it, um, I forget his name, but he was in the original Tartiflette video, uh, Australian. Mm, Sash? Sash, we might also be one of the ones that goes it could have been him every year. I think it might have been him. Anyway. They need to do, I think we mentioned this one time at a workshop or just in a chat, but they need to do like an annual steep skiing and snowboarding trip where they're just like, we're going to be here with the game. Come visit us. And then everyone flies out to Japan for fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, you know, they, they owe it to us for making content like this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the least they could do is send us on a ski trip with everyone. Minimum 20 people. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's such a weird thing with our community is we are all snowboarders and skiers at heart. We all have some experience or, you know, even if we haven't had experience, we have a love or a want to go and experience that in real life. But... I've never skied. I've never even skied with you, Mitch. That's true. I mean, we missed out on ski club because we were opposite grades, but right or too far apart. But right, we'll, we'll do our ski trip somewhere in the world. We should really organize a steep community ski session somewhere. Yeah, flights like are cheap right life. now. Yeah, flights are real cheap right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be cool though. We got to pick like the alps one year and then the rockies and then japan that would be really cool just to kind of even the travel obson where what mountain range uh would you like to go and ski like if you had you know money wasn't an object um you didn't have to worry about flights or cost or anything where would be the number one spot that you would actually want to go and snowboard that's a very good question I Wherever think... has the best beer. Actually, I'm not a big fan of beer. Oh, really? That might surprise you. Uh, what were you uh, drinking when we were all drinking in Poland? I don't think I was drinking at all. Oh, I believe that. That's <laughs> all right. I was drinking too much then. I thought everyone I was gonna else say, was. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was really sick in the trip. Mm. Oh, really? I remember because people, I, yeah. I mean, because of the actual Olympics on stage performance mm -hmm. that we also trained for those two days, my sickness didn't have a chance to to cure itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So after the trip, I just exploded with with fever and and cold. 
That's awful. That was bad. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. I mean, incredible that you still placed second, even with, you know, a, a little cold. Oh, yeah, man. I was dying there. <laughs> I really, really pushed myself to perform. I'm actually really proud of that, of how I performed in both downhill and slope style while literally dying on the inside from fever. Yeah, we, I, you were our favorite slope style run by far in that competition just because you told us going into it it was going to be creative and not just trying to go for the high score. Yeah, I, I knew that I did not have a chance to even place top three. So before the trip, I was thinking to myself, why not just go for a very stylish and creative run that will actually please the audience? Because in slope style, you know the competitors will go for the same run, mm -hmm. which is very slow with all the grinds. Oh, yeah. And it will be the same run for everyone. And the audience will get the point after the second run. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still entertaining, but I thought, why not just change it up so the yeah, audience exactly. has something to to really be entertained by? Well, and we, we appreciated that run a ton on our end up in the broadcast booth because it gave us something different to talk about. It was starting to get a little difficult to make the same run sound new and exciting every single time somebody else did it. It was, it was yes. kind of a struggle to find something to talk about other than, oh, they're doing the same thing that Cinematic did. Uh, so you came up and just gave everyone a show, and that was the most fun I think I had at that entire event. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you, Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. And that segues us wonderfully into another creative run competition that you had a hand in creating. Uh, if you want to talk about Check My Steez at all, I think uh, I think we've arrived there organically enough that we can start talking about Check My Steez. Yes, Check My Steez. That's a really cool story because this was summer 2017 again. And I remember... I was playing steep so much, but I was really missing uh, a hub for the community. Of course, there was Reddit, mm -hmm. but it wasn't all that active. So I thought to myself, I'm going to reach out to people that are frequently frequenting the Reddit, and I'm going to ask them if they want to join maybe this collective. Gotcha. There was no name yet, but in my mind, it was... Um, I don't forget. Oh shit! I forgot what the name. <laughs> um, well, we can cut that anyway. <laughs> I thought, why not create this collective of people who all share the same ideas about steep, the, the same, the same fun they have with steep, mm -hmm. and why not connect all of them together? So I reached out to some guys. I remember I reached out to Paper Clay. I reached out to Gnarly Duck. I reached out to Telloc. And I think I reached out to a number of other people. I don't really remember. 
But Paper Clay was one of the first ones to respond, and he was excited about the idea. But there wasn't really any any idea we could really comprehend by that time. Mm-hmm. It was more like, hey, this is cool. We're we're talking now, we're both fans of Steep. But what can we actually do? And then Paper Clay was bringing up Check My Stees. He was, he, or he told me, hey, do you remember Ski Mask? Who, who ran a Check My Stees competition like right after the game came out? And I was okay. like, yeah, I do remember that. I didn't participate, but I do remember. He was like, why, why not ask him permission to run a new Check My Steez competition, you two of us, you and me, we can set something up and see how it goes. And that's how Check My Steez was born. Ski Mask gave permission for us to use his name, Check My Steez, and to get to run a new competition. And that's what we did. We set it up over a few months. We gave ideas back and forth to one another. Mm -hmm. And then I think it was September 2017, we launched Check My Steez 2. And it was a huge success. All the community members that were really active during the year, they were all participating. There were new guys joining us that we haven't really heard of back then, who became real good friends. And it was a huge success. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I know we we love the videos that come out every, what is it, every every week? It's been pretty weekly now. I've entered the past three, I want to say, since it's picked back up. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think it's been revived since two months now. Okay. Because it was... We had the Check My Steez on hiatus for, I think it was two years. Oh, wow. This was because, A, a lot of community members just left because at some point life goes on, you move on to other games, mm-hmm. you're not really active anymore, and that's fine. Um, same goes for Paper Clay and me. We both moved on to other things we were very busy with real life so there wasn't really any drive or energy to go for a new check my steez and now i'm talking about 2018 2019. okay but 2020 really revived check my steez a lot of community members came back uh we started talking again and now it's going very well we have so many new entries so many new people joined it's very fun yeah i love that steep released the game free to play on all platforms for that short period of time last year because it seems like there's just been a huge revival in the community and it was something that we all needed you you know the people that have been there since the beta are kind of we're kind of getting a little bored but now there are more content driven communities that are making it a little more interesting. They're adding a their own special twist to the video game. Exactly. And you have all these smaller or bigger communities, such as Steep Steep's community. Mm-hmm. They are all sharing their own Discord servers. 
And so the whole community, all these little groups are having doors open to these other communities. So you have the tricking community from Steep Steep. You have the realistic creative community that's Check My Steeps. You have the Steep Cast community that's you guys. Then you have Bone Crusher, who's really the Twitch guy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really cool to witness. Everyone seems to know each other because I know when we officially opened ours, just so people can submit some of their stuff and then start our competition, the people that run all the other servers just reached out and they're like, hey, let's partner up. Like you post this in your partner thing and send us your info. And then everyone just kind of moves around nice and fluidly. Exactly. And that's really cool because I remember back in the day, Paper Clay and me were like, wait, there's this whole other group of Steep players that are having their own Discord, they're doing their own little competitions, and we don't know about it? That's so yeah. strange. Yeah, right. And now everyone's connected, and it's so cool. We have guys from Steep Steep's community posting their Check My Steeps videos. And the yeah. fun thing is, you can really tell they are from Steep Steep's community because of the way they do tricks, <laughs> because of the way they flow their their whole trick sequence together. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And then you have the Check My Steve's veterans who use director mode really well with fluid camera movements. And then you have the Steep Steep community guys who really stick to uh, rider cam. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm but focus more on the tricks. And it's cool to see a blending of those two worlds. You just gave me a wonderful idea uh, to implement in the game for like the fashion and stuff, like the outfits that you can wear. It would be awesome if we could get like faction patches for all of the different, like the Check My Steez community, the Steep Cast community, the Steep Steep community. We all have our different patch or a backpack or something that we can wear, like, if a member of Steep Steep's community submits for Check My Steeps, they can be blinged out in their Steep Steep. Like, I am a Steep Steep follower in your competition. That's a great idea, actually. That'd be really cool. It would be like Rocket League with the the flags you put on your cars of different communities in esports. Wow, that's a cool idea. Maybe you could have, like, your friend page have, like, a passport or something, too, that has the stickers in it of everything that you've kind of done throughout the game so you can see like it would be hard for entering the competitions that we run but it'll be cool if he's like he's want to check my steez or he's set a world record yeah can you imagine having a steep steep top five tricking video and then one of them is sporting this check my steez backpack that's cool that's what i'm saying you're sitting there watching a video and all of a sudden you're like wait that's that's a check my steez backpack oh that's yeah sweet. it's one of these guys yeah you know i love like mitch said rocket league i love carrying like a pittsburgh knights flag or even so even more generic the dead mouse head um you can put oh, the dead yeah. mouse head on top of the car and it's really cool to play against someone and you're like oh they listen to dead mouse i listen to dead mouse like that's a cool connection that you can make with a complete stranger on the mountain um, with more and more of these little factions, these channels popping up, I think it would be really cool to have something in the game that's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a Bone Crusher Twitch follower. So you can, you can see and represent who you follow in your content. 
Exactly. Speaking of Dead Mouse, I'm a huge fan too. Oh, dude, so am I. <laughs> I love his music. I listen to him every day. I would not have been able to make it through college without Dead Mouse. He was my study music and my essay writing music. I wow. Could just, I could just zone out, and I, I mean, I know all of the songs, so I wasn't expecting anything new in them. But just the way that his songs kind of just ride and flow together the whole way through the album. Um, I, yeah, I, I wrote all of my papers listening to Dead Mouse. I owe him my college degree. Me too. I wrote my <laughs> thesis with Dead Mouse yeah, for, no, for months, man. We are, we are kindred spirits. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I still have yet to see him live. Oh, I it's know. one of my goals, but maybe one day. He was down in Baltimore, D.C. region not too long ago. There was some snowfall the night that he was there, and they had to cut the show short because he had to get out of the city or something. Oh, um, man. But he, was, he was in my area for two quick shows right before all of the virus stuff shut everything down. Um, and I saw on his Instagram where he was, he was in Washington, DC. And I was like, son of a gun, you know, yeah. totally missed, didn't hear it at all. But no, you and I have to go to our first concert together. We'll figure you... something out and we'll go to a dead mouse concert. Did you know he has Twitch archives? What now? Oh yeah. He, I've he seen him on Twitch to... before. Yeah. He used to stream live on Twitch and just dabble with music okay. but he hasn't been streaming for a year now i think but he still has the twitch archives on his profile and it's just so fun to zone out to watch him play with with all these programs on his computer yeah well yeah it's it's great man you should check it out i remember i think i've seen one of those clips uh sorry this is a giant tangent but this is <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I know where you're I going. Forget one of his clips, uh, but he listened to someone, like someone commented on his Twitch stream, like, you should add this or do this. And he was like, oh, oh yeah, I think, no, no, no. Somebody submitted lyrics to one of his songs on the Twitch stream. And it was, yeah. I forget the name of the song. I know the name. What was the name it's of the song? The Velt. The yes. Velt. Yeah. From the short story. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. And he pretty much just signed the guide to the lyrics right away. He's like, yeah. we're doing this, we're making the song. I think he got That's half actually credit. one of my favorite songs of his. Mine as well. <laughs> it's incredible. I, I can listen to that on repeat Yeah, the whole day and not get bored. Oh my gosh. Uh, we're going to have to do a separate video call where we just geek out about Dead Mouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally one of my favorite songs of his as well. Time to start our music discussion podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, we can we can go into music if we want. Um, I was going to say that that's one of the questions that we're going to answer for later on in question and answer. Someone asked, what, what favorite, what's our favorite music style? And I always like to throw on, like, what's your favorite album to listen to? I know my favorite album. That's where my name comes from, Ozzy. It's from... Okay. The band Meshuggah. You know it? Okay. I have I've heard, heard of them, Meshuggah. yeah. <laughs> it's totally different than uh, what we just talked about with Death Mouse, but... Yep. 
music is fluid, man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm from both extremes. I'm actually a triangle. I I'm from all the way to the crazy metal to to old school hip hop to EDM, you name it. Okay, so we definitely have to do a separate call because, I mean, yeah. as as you know, I graduated college in, in audio engineering, so I have listened to every genre and have found something that I enjoy in every genre. I play drums in metal. I play drums in jazz and rock and roll, country, you name it. We, we I could talk about any genre any day of the week. That's awesome. Awesome. So I, I feel that when you're, you know, you say you're a triangle, you don't fit in anywhere, basically. But yes. That's, that's a great thing. That's a great place to be. Yeah, I'm like in the middle, you know, of the triangle. Well, it's great because you can listen to anything and not be upset that music is on. You know, I have friends yes. that when you play metal, they're like, oh my God, turn that off. That's the worst thing in the world. But when you expand your horizons to listen to everything, you realize it's all pretty much the same and it's all awesome. It's funny because one of my best friends, he's, he's into hip hop mostly. He's never listened to metal. I mean, he did, but he's, he never got into metal, but we went to Slipknot concert two months ago. Oh my God. And he he always wanted to see Slipknot live. Mm -hmm. I've already seen him live, or I had already seen him live in 2009. But we went again to two months ago, and he was headbanging all the way, dude. <laughs> Slipknot is Slipknot is the perfect medium between hip hop and metal. Exactly. Like they have, you know, they have their produced beats, their electronic beats on top of crazy thick guitar chords. The That's best awesome. thing is, uh, is that their live performance is really a show. It's not just a concert. Right. And what I love is that they have the turntables, they have the, the, the keyboards. And on top of that, they have this very, very heavy guitars. It's just so good. And then Corey Taylor's singing, mm -hmm. he has the perfect voice, in my opinion. It is. It's incredible. I would put, um, I forget his name, but the lead singer of Disturbed, I would put him up right. against uh, Slipknot. Right. I love both but, of their voices. So unique, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Boy, did but, we get uh, off track from Steve. <laughs> <huh>? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad thing at all. Music's like our secondary that we just ask everyone about. <laughs> music, music is yeah. the primary. You can get to know someone really well with just asking about music. That's what so. I did with, um, and it was a music fraternity, but we had to meet new members and interview them. And everyone had like their own special questions they'd ask because we'd have to write them in books. But my question was always like, what's your, like, what album do you recommend? And it couldn't be a best of an artist. It had to be an art an album that they put out as like one whole piece and then i'd listen to it straight through no shuffle or anything but you would really get to know people that way that's very creative actually and i'd ask people like when i was giving tours at the end i'd be like oh like what's an album you recommend or my friend who was a waiter i told him to do the same thing and you just find so much cool music that way that's how i got my job they Whoa. they they interviewed us and you know i did the whole 
interview being very professional and everything. And right at the end, they said, what is an album that you would recommend that most people, or what do you listen to? You know, what's an album you recommend that is on your routine playlist? And I threw out the band Wolfpack, uh, which is after school. It's my all time favorite band, favorite group. Um, just funky, low volume beats. But I, I gave that to my boss, my now boss, and she listened to it and she was like, this is like, unlike anything I've ever heard. This is so not cookie cutter. You know, you actually understand and appreciate fun music. So yes, you can have the job. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> music That's does so pay fun. off. Exactly. So, Obzen, thank you so much for joining us today for a quick little interview. I know you're uh, probably getting ready for dinner over there. We're cooking lunch right now. But so thank you for taking some of your evening, your Sunday evening off to talk to us. Of course, man. My pleasure. And is there anywhere, any content that you are putting out right now that you would want people to go and check out? Well, it's, it's funny that you ask because the content I make couldn't be more far away or far removed from Steve, actually. <laughs> I make well, cinematic videos on Bloodborne mostly. Oh, that's awesome, though. So I don't know if I can really plug it in the podcast. Why the hell not? I mean, we just talked about heavy metal music. True, true. We talked about funk music, and we talked about Dead Mouse. So absolutely plug whatever the hell you are doing. Well, if you are into the Soulsborne games, so Dark Souls or Bloodborne, you definitely need to check out Fieldhouse, my channel. It's an archive of cinematic videos that I produced myself. So I recorded, wrote, and edited everything. And they're very, very well received by the community. So if you if you are in the need for some cool videos where you can zone out, enjoy some great visuals, definitely check out Fieldhouse. You know that that's all I'm going to be doing later today. Oh, yeah. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing else to do right now. I already put it in the main topic part. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Thanks. That's awesome. Obzen, thank you again so much for joining us this week. Yeah, Stay thanks, safe buddy. over in the Netherlands, and uh, we will, we will, we'll meet up again very soon. Yeah, we should definitely talk soon again, and thank you so much for this interview. It was very fun to do. Thank oh, you. You'll get your $5 for saying that later on. I can't wait to watch the Steepcast next It'll I just be. love listening to your guys' voices in Steepcast. It's so nice. Oh, thank yeah. We're we'll give you I that mean, twenty dollars. Like really <laughs> not any anything else. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. You too, man. All right, stay safe, guys. You we'll too. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Later. Bye bye.